0: We, we lack in these things and we're becoming it's building these, you know, this person in us. We're mm-hmm. thinking we need that in our partner. The only thing you forget on that list for the woman is the dick and the balls when you're looking at <laughs>
1: exactly. it. Exactly. Because you're putting a list together of characteristics, not a list of principles. It's a bar. Not, a,
0: not a list of principles. And you're also not creating your reciprocal. Welcome to Hardly Initiated. We are live. Tuned in with your boy Tyshawn Jackson and my co-host Dr. Catch. Ryan Catches was good, baby.
1: Hey, what's happening, man? We got a legend in the building today. <laughs> East
0: Side Legend in the building. The first doctor on the platform here. Yeah. The first doctor, we got Dr. Dental Devontae West. Welcome to the goddamn show, man. <laughs> man
1: what's going on, man? Hey, we coming with that real shit, Devontae, because look, we getting better and better. What we, this like the 15th episode or something like that? Wow. Hey, look, 15, 16, 16 who's 17? counting, God yeah. damn
2: it. Who's <laughs> counting?
1: So we've we, we been in the lab, man, with the preparation and making sure we're taking care of our guests, man. So we we, we really ready to hear what you got to say today. Man,
2: absolutely. Again, thank you guys for having me. Um, I'm ready to talk, man Yeah, you better bring You, you gotta <laughs> bring that to shit today yeah, I'm, ready, I'm, ready, looking, to, so I'm like. ready to pop it, you I'm ready to pop it Let's do it Yeah,
0: let's pop that shit, man Because one thing I would say I've known this guy You know, through You know, through the channels Through the wires I've known this guy, right? We grew up on the same side of town East side of Atlanta Shout out Right, Misa,
1: right. She smoking she on pukaio tonight. Yeah. Like we, from,
0: we from, you know, we from we from these areas. We from yeah. the same city, and never really got a chance to really engage with my brother. You know, what I'm saying it was like always. We knew I knew him through somebody else through social media, but I've always been impressed, man. And your brand is impeccable, man. When I hear people speak about you, I've known that it was going to happen eventually, but I finally had a chance to sit down. Me and Ron, we sat yeah. down. Um, over in Conley Square, had a chance to kick it. And, man, I was really impressed, bro. Man,
2: I was refreshed from that conversation, it, man. too,
1: man. Very blessed to have spoke with you.
2: Yeah, man. I Likewise, man, I think um, it's something about the east side, too, man. I think we cut from a certain cloth. That's I can't true. Lie. That's 1,000%. Yeah, that's man, because, you know, we all might have taken different paths, but one thing I think that's the common thread is that we all got that community based type of thing right we want we want to create a brand that's bigger than ourselves right so again i applaud you guys for taking the initiative to create a platform like this to have these type of conversations because i know the i know this stuff like this this media all this is going to transcend us right oh yeah this is Absolutely. going to live longer than we going to live right so like you see how people like Keep referring back to some of these old Nipsey interviews Where he was just dropping gems and stuff like this
1: Even Dolph most recently Even Dolph
2: right So like a lot of this this work right here man This is like that intellectual property right This is that thing that lives below, before, after us and before us You know what I'm saying So this is beautiful bro
1: See and that's why I rock with you too Because you, you're a very interesting person And we wanted to make sure we only bring interesting people Who who accomplish and shit And I think Tyshawn just told me You just uh came up on an award right
0: Absolutely, what's that? That Tennessee State University elite thirty under thirty. <laughs>
2: yeah, man. Yeah, man. And you know that's crazy too, man. Because TSU, I'll be, I'll be completely transparent, man. I didn't even really understand what a HBCU was, like a historically black college, yeah. when I was in high school. Um, I was infatuated with going up north, man. Like, I felt like because of high schools we went to, we low-key was in the hood. Mm-hmm. I right. wanted to experience something different. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Like, right, I wanted to get exposed to something different. So initially I was going to St. John's University. Okay. I was going to go to Queens, New York. I just was in – I had never been to New York. I had never flown – hmm. I had flew on a plane one time in my life. Wow. At, at 17. But I had never been nowhere. But I was like, yeah, I want to go to New York. I want to get on them trains, man. I want to be in the snow. Like I just wanted that grind. I felt like I was gonna be able to develop a certain level of grizzly. You know what I'm saying? When That's I, very different. From this, a, man, this, this man C.B. really is. It.
0: This man really is J Cole. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Nah, <laughs> <he> got the <laughs> whole story, bro, bro. <laughs> Literally,
2: bro. So I'm just like, I want to go up there and just see it at a high level. And um, literally, I made I, I called an audible April of my senior year of high school. Yeah, I went. My cousin um uh DJ Crisis man Cordarius Freeman. He went to Tennessee State. He invited me up for um. They had, like, an election week, you know, where kids were going out for, like, Miss yeah. TSU and president and all that type stuff. I came up, man, and the HBC would fill in, but it was ridiculous, mm. man. Like, it felt like family. It was home. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt supported. Like, I felt like I could thrive there at a high level. Yeah. And um, literally, I applied to TSU April of my senior year of college.
1: Oh, this last minute type shit.
2: Got in in June. Okay. Started in July. Mm. Best decision I ever made, Mm. you know what I mean? So then being able to get there, do what I did, develop a brand, um, you know, meet a ton of people, but then being able to get this accomplishment of 30 under 30 is just amazing, man.
1: And I want to talk about that, too, because you just don't like a a lot of people don't understand that you have to have a, a, a habitual, like a habit of excellence. Absolutely. So when you go, you know, you get this 30 for 30 at TSU, this just didn't start you know, after you left TSU. And um, when I was, you know, of course, we were doing our due diligence on research you and shit like that. I see you was a uh, leadership position in, your, in a fraternity. Absolutely. A very prestigious fraternity. Absolutely. You um studying dentistry, right? And what uh, was a, a big thing that you did. You was actually student government association president, which blew president. my fucking mind. Yeah, dog. So talk about that, man. Talk about, like, what was the Because, like I said, the habit of excellence. Tell us about, like, who was having this major impact in your life to kind of get you prepared for college yeah man I think the
2: biggest thing was uh my cousin man and his friends right so my cousin went to Tennessee State but when I came into TSU I was able to stand on the shoulders of Giants right so guys and girls that were involved in campus you know what I mean so from a leadership perspective but also like uh just in the community so my cousin did parties right so you know, we know how influential the guy who throws the parties at campuses. Oh, he's a right? man. Right? He's the man. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so think about coming to a school, right? And your cousin is the most poppin' party promoter in the city, right? So I'm 18, going to all the 21 and up clubs, like I'm. Little skinny dude, me and all my <laughs> homies, we walking past everybody, walking straight through the line. So you already creating this whole mystique about yourself, like mm-hmm. who this little, who this dude right here, just walking past everybody. Just, oh no, that's my big cousin. We good, you know what I'm saying? So they set a platform for me, and literally they would. I, I was like 16, I can remember. They were just like, look, if you come to TSU, you could do anything you want to.
1: Wow, that's what the right influence to do to you. It'll have you dreaming big,
2: dreaming big, and that's that's how it was. So when I got into school, right. Um, I was a part of a program literally called the Dream Project, which was all males. we met
1: uh every Monday, right. I want I want everybody to write that shit down. So you in a leadership position, in a leadership very position. active, still in a, a a men's group. Men's group meeting yeah. once a week.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. And 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 the the first exercise we did my freshman year, never forget it. The dude was like, "All right, you know, put your dreams down, you know, put your your goals or what you want to get, you know, what you want to accomplish, and it has to be so big you don't know how to get there." That was the that was the task like Whatever you want to do, you have to put it on paper and say, this has to be so big that you don't know how to get there physically, right? So this was 2010. I put on paper that I want to be a global advocate for oral health, mm. right? I had never been out the country before. <laughs> global, though. You want to be global. You know i <laughs> right. never been out of the country before. Um, I don't even know what that means. Even to this day, I I'll, I'll call myself global advocate for oral health. But I didn't know what that meant. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. I, I was trying to still. I didn't know what. Tests I needed to take to get in dental school. It was like so many unanswered questions, but that was the overarching goal. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So past that, you know, fast forward five, six years, I've traveled to Africa four or five times. And I've been out the country several times. We did global service projects on a high level, high Mm -hmm. level for, you know, across the world. And uh, we accomplished that. But it started with a vision early on, man. And see, that's big too, because
0: I I love the aspect of global. Because at, at the end of the day, I don't care what neighborhood you're from. We claim these neighborhoods, but your the earth is your turf. Like, Ooh, this is this is that's a bar. Like that's a bar. all of this here is ours to experience. All of this here is ours to roam to explore, and you know, you know, really to I mean, with good intentions to have domain and conquer. And w- what what I say, you know, I'm curious to know about you because a lot of men who still are very uh, not untraveled. Like they, they yeah. haven't really traveled and seen these different things. So how has, you know, seeing these different countries and continents, how's that opened you up and shaped? Man them?
2: man, ridiculously, man. It, it opened me up ridiculously because my my thing is exposure beats knowledge every day. Right mm. a lot of people, you know what I mean, you know, you know, we got I went the traditional route of school and education, right? So, you know, college, masters, doctorate, all that type of shit. But a lot of people man like it, it's about them experiences man like even through all my experiences that i've had i personally feel like i learned the most when i was in these internships right so internships you know it's more hands on like you're in your career you're seeing exactly what the day to day looks like you you know you're you know you're you're feeling everything you can you can sense it you can smell it you know what i mean that type of thing so for me i think that exposure piece is what i think everybody needs to get to right and if you're not getting that aspect of it, I think you're kind of shortchanging yourself. And there's really no excuse no more. Like, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the Internet was the great equalizer. You know, think about what your grandma would do if they had the Internet. We literally have every resource at our fingertip. YouTube, YouTube might be the best invention Ever created. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Shit,
1: that's why we on YouTube. You know what I'm Shit. saying? Yeah, we that we, might
2: be the best thing ever created. I'm talking about I learned how to tie a bow tie on YouTube. I learned, how to, I learned how to cook certain dishes on YouTube, right? Um, you know, business stuff, how to apply for LLCs, like literally everything, and it's free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then you start have to ask you have to ask questions like, all right, it's not that we have a lack of access. It's that we have a lack of desire. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, we can't we can't keep, you know, making excuses. Granted, there are some uh, systemic things that kind of withhold certain, you know, access to different things. Right. But we have access to the information. Facts. And with that information, we got to organize and make moves. You know what I'm saying? So, specifically when it comes to the world traveling thing. It's a lot of resources out there to travel and do shit for free, you know what I'm saying, or get you know access to different things. But the internet, man, that shit was, we we gotta leverage that to to take this shit off.
1: I'm agreeing mm. with you, man. I'ma steal that line too. You said exposure is greater. Than
2: knowledge Oh yeah Exposure beats knowledge Every day of the week mm. So Every day of the week Now
1: mm. When it comes to exposure Because I'm You know I'm checking you out You know I told you Doing my research And I see that uh, Your mom Looks like your mom And your father Had a tremendous impact On, on that growth And exposing you To new things So I want to hear I want to hear about this Did you Did you grow up With both of your parents Or what was I the did, situation
2: I did So grew up Both of my parents My parents split up In 2015 After my brother um, Graduated high school Okay But they were already kind of separated, right? So they were in a. The crib was super toxic, you know what I'm saying? So like, from like 2011 to about 2015, it was a toxic household, Um, and that was mainly because like finances, right? So when I was younger in high school, um, my dad started this business. Um, Y'all know what pallets are? No, you know the pallets, you, the forklift? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got the pallets, right? So he had a pallet business where he bought and sold pallets. Wait,
1: just the wooden just pallets? Just the
2: wooden pallets, right? So yeah. each wooden pallet, depending on how it was arranged and shit, it could go for like 7 $8 or some shit, right? Okay. But he'll have contracts with all these different warehouses for like 500 300
1: a day. He moving pallets. Moving them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So they
2: need pallets because literally that's how you ship everything. Everything's on a pallet. You know what I'm saying? So he had these contracts and, he, you know, he jumped off the porch. My dad was a barber for 25 years, too. And that's a whole right. another story of how I got into dentistry. Um, subconsciously, I didn't even connect the dot. But the barber used to be the dentist mm. back in the day. The barber did like, bloodletting, but also was, like, a dentist back in the day. Can you, know you I'm imagine
1: saying? that shit? Like, getting really? the fresh lineup and the tooth pulled. <laughs> that shit's, cl- like, legendary. Yeah, bro.
2: Yeah, bro. So I, I connected that dot, like, down the road, and I was like, damn, like, it was all, it was right there in front of me. Nice I did see it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but long story short, my dad jumped on the porch entrepreneurship, tried the pallet thing, and um, during the process, he was never honest about the progression of the business or how the business was, like, not doing well, right? Wow. So... I never forget this, bro. This was 11th grade, man. So we come, you know, get to the crib one day. I'm getting ready for school, and my mom comes back to the back with a a pot of water, hot water. She was like, "Man, you know, what I'm saying the gas fucking up or something like that. Like, just y'all can wash up in this real quick." I'm just like, "All right, back, work, work, Boom, boom. It was like two, three days. I'm like, "All right, you know, whatever." Yeah, you know what <laughs> yeah. That Friday. We came back to the crib. The lights was cut off. Now we always been a paycheck to paycheck family, but it had never been a situation when the lights got cut off. Like right. that was some goddamn like what the. Well, fuck?
1: when you because because when your lights cut off, I'm assuming y'all was using Georgia power. Like you are like consistently not paying your bills Oh yeah, so yeah, this yeah. is you're like three pay- four months so, no so, payment.
2: So right, so I, I didn't preface it by saying by my dad taking this entrepreneurial like thing. My mom took the mortgage. She was like, I'm gonna take care of the mortgage. You just take care of some of these smaller joints. So you take yeah. care of the water, the lights, and you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll make sure we get everything together. Pops, wasn't paying nothing. Wow. Because the business was suffering that much. But he wasn't transparent about that, right? So when the lights get cut off, all hell break loose. Because women, one thing I know about women, bro, Women want security. Oh yeah. Facts. Oh yeah. Foundationally, right? So that's And that's, they wanna
1: know they wanna have the power to make decisions. And you not being up front with your woman, you 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 take that from them. Absolutely, from, bro. From being able to say, hey, I'm with it or I'm not.
2: Absolutely, man. So that that shook up everything and Pops never really was able to bounce back and be truthful about you know what I'm saying? How everything was growing. So mm. that that shook up the whole situation and you know other things progressed and you know, more trust issues. So yeah, man, that just that was kinda like the ultimate demise, like financial type things and just lack of communication. <gasps>
1: that's some traumatic shit, man. Like, um, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that you, you know, you shared that with us because it's oftentimes we don't really look at that, look at the past and see how those things affect us. But, you know, thinking about where you at now, what what is the biggest thing that you learned outside of communication from that situation?
2: Yeah, man. Um, communication, but also just, just being truthful, you know what I mean? Like, dog, like, they always say they say in the church, man, the truth will set you free. It yes. will, it damn will. Sure you know will. what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, 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 they say it so much, you don't really even feel what's going on. But like, it's cliche now. It's so yeah. cliche, but literally, bro, like it, it's such it's such a tough conversation to have. But once you share that truth, everybody know what the cards is. Like everybody, cards are on the table. Like you don't have to assume a perspective or assume a situation. You know what's good, so now you can deal with what's in front of you. Opposed to trying to avoid things by, like, ah, oh, man, we cool. Like, we'll be straight. You right, know what I'm right. Saying? <laughs> nah, it's fucking crazy right now. You right. Know what I'm saying? right. The lights might get cut off Friday. I'm just letting you know.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. But we're going to be straight, though. Right. But we're going to be straight. Yeah, like, I'm, figured, about to, I'm
0: about to go get these candles. And
2: we're yeah. going to figure All that out. You know, know what I'm saying? A, yeah. But that's a
1: plan. That's the difference between, you know, somebody having a plan and, and planning for those contingencies and somebody just not being upfront about and, what's going and on. I,
2: and that's the thing. It's like, it's always a way that you. It, Sometimes you think that it ain't no other way. You know what I'm saying? But it is a way. It's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) Understand, right? I I can't see no other way. No, it is a way. The truth. Right. If you just go that way. You don't, everybody, nobody, everybody want to avoid the truth, man. And that's what's been hurting. That's what hurt the whole situation. So now, you know, I try to like lean into those tougher conversations in everything that I'm dealing with. Right. So business, relationships, anything. When I feel like you know I get that feeling where I'm like ah, I'm trying to withhold something or right. I'm trying to like um, step away from actually giving somebody the raw and uncut, I lean into it a lot more because I know that I'd rather rip that bandaid off opposed to just like playing with it, you know.
0: So let's talk about that because your pops, man, I can imagine, man. It seems like y'all had a pretty, you know, I was I would imagine that they're older than us. They had a tradition, a pretty traditional household. For sure. You know, pops taking care of shit. And, you know, it's it's a lot of pressure on a man, too, especially finances. So, you know, I I mean, I can't even give him too much smoke because I know as a man, you know, you know, your ego get involved. You want to take care of your family. That's a hard conversation to have. And, you know, just your relationship in general with your pops, like. How was that? Did did you and your pops, did y'all have a close relationship? Was he like one of those teaching fathers? Or was he like, I'm going to just pay these fucking bills and you watch me do what I do?
2: Yeah, bro. My pops never was one of those like, let me sit down and tell you something. Right. Yeah. But if he did do that, it was some prolific game. You know what I'm saying? It was some shit you (laughs) absolutely (laughs) had to know. It was something like (laughs) off the wall, like crazy type of thing. Because like, you know what I'm saying? You know, my dad's a barber, right? So you just understand what a barber is by trade, right? they... Just an easy communicator, like a chameleon yeah. can, like, talk to anybody. like Probably Quebec, funny. Yeah, yeah, man, dude. Just. So the thing about it, when all that shit was happening, you know, the, the main thing that I kept seeing was my mom's pain, right? So my pops, he's kind of super stoic, right? So he kind of like, you know, it's this poem that we learned in our frat where it says, uh, meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. Right. Mm. So ups and downs, my pop's still kind of the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like he don't really he ain't just overly left, he ain't overly right, you know what I'm saying? Which can be frustrating to women. Cause they can't yeah. read you. Exactly. They can't read you, so, right? So so he's not worked up by like the yelling. Yeah. or so he's not you know what I'm saying? But he also not doing nothing too though. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you, you ain't worked up and it ain't initiated nothing out of you, which is kind of tough. So it, it became toxic. Long story short, like seeing him do it, do that type of thing you know i'm looking at my mom's pain and i used, i just just be mad at him dog like mm-hmm. yeah. like you know what i'm saying it got to a point where i was like maybe in college and i might have came back and man me and him had like a one on one i'm just like you know is it still my pops and you know we don't really uh, i don't really curse at him and shit. It, like it's and no
1: disrespect yeah. but it's real shit
2: yeah so i had to come and like nigga what's good with you you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> like what you want and he had to he kind of came at me like it's two sides to every story. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't even give me an opportunity to share. Mm. It's your first time sitting down with me, and you automatically go into attack mode. Right
1: Cause, cause, and, and, But see I, I want to talk about that Because I have experienced Something very similar And the thing is The information that Because you, your pops Is not feeding nothing to you But your mom Exactly She letting you know Exactly the how women she women let about it fly The, the women oh, yeah. express Oh yeah You know what I'm saying it, it's, So it's, it's com-
0: easy to side With the women Especially yep. as kids And, and young men Because yeah. you don't know Mom's <laughs> pain Come on And man. that shit
1: toxic Come on when when, when, the, when your mom Is confiding some shit Into you And you don't know How to interpret that Bro listen bro When I was in
2: college So my little brother my, He, he he might have to come on the podcast too because he because <laughs> he i had left man like the, the 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 meat and potatoes of the toxic relationship was when i was in college mm. so i'm just hearing conversations and i'm bro, I, literally bro when i was in undergrad i thought that i was almost my mom's husband bro wow mm. like anything she was dealing with at work she talking to me about it like i'm bearing all her burdens while wow. I'm in school
1: You know what I'm saying So This is a, a, a man's responsibility our, our generation Right So even when I'm looking at my mom My mom you know She just recently got married But before then And even still Now to this day My plan is to retire my mom For sure Like I am taking care of my mom For and sure And that's the situation That most of us are in
2: Yeah man So it was like I'm I'm bearing nose burdens so I'm hearing everything So when I finally checked them on that um, We had an honest conversation And now our relationship Kind of turned into Of course that's still my pops But it's more so like Big bro kind of It's weird bro No, I get it Like like we had that We had that That was like a Major transition And I kind of just seen Where he was coming from His perspective He spoke on the pride He spoke on like Whatever And he was just like At the end of the day Worrying on solve No problems Mm. You know what I'm saying Like I know I fucked up On certain things But what I'm gonna do about it You know what I mean Except for get better you know what I mean? So he kind of was he had he was at peace with that, and he was just trying to mend the the situation. The grateful part about it, his transition and him just kind of owning it. Now him and my mom have a great great relationship. They're not together, of course, but it's like they respect each other. Like they could be in the same rooms and it ain't no you know what I mean. He ain't the ops, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it's but I I was able to see how how to navigate through that that whole like toxic. Divorce type of shit, man. That shit's crazy. And you were able to forgive? Oh yeah, for sure, bro. For sure, man. For sure, man. My pops, he um, he came through, man. I never forget. So, so that happens, right? I got I got to give my pops credit on this one too. <laughs> so you know, I pledge a fraternity, and me and my pops are in the same fraternity. What
1: well, right? what fraternity by the way? Go, uh, ahead, go alpha
2: ahead. i Alpha fraternity incorporated. I'm an alpha. Okay. Right. My so dad set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah nah, hey, chill, man. You know, what I'm <laughs> <laughs> you know guys though. You know what I'm saying? So. The funny thing about it is my pops, he going to say he did, but bro, my pops has never talked to me about the fraternity ever. Wow. Mm. Never had a conversation like, hey, son, you should do this, you can do this." Never, ever spoke on fraternity shit, right? So when I'm going through the frat shit, I'm like 19, and I, I crossed when I was a sophomore, first year sophomore. Okay. Young. Yeah, super young. So we're going through the process, man. The process was so wild for me. I'm not saying that Alpha that there was any hazing involved. But I'm just saying it was a wild process. <laughs> the fans <laughs> listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fans yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a wild process nonetheless, right? And I'll never forget our crossing night, man. So I had been calling him. Mind you, before that, bro, before I got, got online, I could maybe count on one hand how many times I had verbally heard my pop say, I love you. Mm. Like, I knew that he loved me, but it was just like, niggas, don't be saying it. Don't be yep. saying it. yep. But it was to the point where it may, and I don't be initiating it either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Just like that is how we went learn
1: It's learned behavior.
2: Yeah, bro. So like when I was online, I'm going before I go out to the set every night, you know what I mean? I chop it with him. And then we just started saying, I love you more. Mm. But it was because like I'm in, in the face of adversity almost. Like he he knew what I was facing. I knew what I was facing. But again, it started strengthening the relationship. So uh our crossing night, I knew it was gonna be the last night we crossed, right? And I'm like, damn, man, we about to, boom, we about to cross and shit. So I call my pops. He don't answer the phone. So I'm like, yo. Where you at? It's the last night. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, they, they don't tell you when it's the last night, but I'm like, it's the last night. You, you answer every night, but you don't answer the last night. I'm like, man, it's all good. I hit him after we finish, but we about to be done, though. I go through the process. It's crazy. We blindfolded, Right. So they start ta- – I'm the last person in the line. So they start taking off everybody's blindfolds and kind of giving you your line name. Boom, boom, boom. So they take off my blindfold last, right?
1: Oh, and you I was a like,
2: tail? I was a tail, yeah. But damn. Take off my blindfold last. And, like, everybody's, like, looking at me, but nobody's saying nothing. I look straight ahead. My pop's there. Mm. Shout out to pops. <laughs> bro, I'm <laughs> – hey, I'm crying, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Bro, that's this big man – I didn't even know how he called people to pull up. You know what I'm saying? He in the joint. You know what I mean? I'm in tears, bro. Like, and that was one of the moments where I'm like, yo, this is my nigga for life, bro. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. That's your part. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you locked in, bro. Right or wrong, bro. It's funny you say that. Right or wrong.
0: When I I hear, when I think of a man telling me um, I love you, it was the first time I remember. It was actually my coach, my football coach, one of my legendary mentors to this day. He's probably going to be on the show. But I remember him saying that. It was probably about after about a year of me knowing him, right? Uh, I was on, I'm on the phone with him. It was on yeah, the phone. Yeah, yeah. We get off the phone and he's like, I love you. And I remember hearing that shit and I remember almost like panicking. like I just hung up on his ass.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just like, hung what? up. I didn't know what, the fuck, I'm like, what, the fuck?
0: what the
1: fuck was that about. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, like, that was what the, weird. What the fuck is he on right now?
0: <laughs> I'm I love you. So I remember, you know, we, we didn't even talk about this shit, right? Yeah. Got on the phone again, right? You know, probably m- maybe a week or so later. And uh, again, he says, um, I love you. You know, you know, the phone and um, I'm like, I right, hang up. <laughs> and it was crazy because I really I had to really sit and think about it, like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, why am I? Why am I responding like this? Because I remember I would like literally feel I would feel some shit like on the inside. I would feel some shit squirming when he said that, like this, this discomfort. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't even know how to respond to it. And it was only in that in, in him hit me with the repeti- repetition repetition. Cause he kept doing. It. I don't know if he I don't know if he like was felt on my response yeah, yeah, or knowing, yeah. but he kept he kept saying it even to this day. He says it every time we get off the phone. And now it's like it's like such a, second nature. Like I, I really don't have an issue telling another man that I love him now. Yeah. I, Cause he he conditioned me in that way. And I remember the very first time I said it back. It's like I just said that shit and kind of paused. It was like,
3: I love you. <laughs> <laughs> love you back. <laughs>
0: that shit was so uncomfortable, but that's some shit you really have to learn as a man. Like yeah. To actually tell another man that I love you—that's a—that's a—it does strengthen the relationship. You, you feel some shit in that moment.
1: You feel stronger in yourself too, because it's—is you expressing yourself and, and being honest you and know, coming with it. It's vulnerable. like a
0: vulnerability in that. Yeah, it's like it's like you opening up and really like—and I think that's why we struggle with with. And, and me even especially struggle with expressing emotion because it's a very vulnerable moment mm-hmm. to express yourself, especially as it comes to it's like you taking your armor off. like yeah.
1: And it's like, untrained. It's like you don't, you don't get exposed to this expressing of emotion. You know, it's no crying in baseball type shit, you know, le- leave it on the field. No crying on the field. It's all of these, these messages that are communicated to you that says, Hey, you should hold it all in and should not be having these conversations.
2: You hit it on the head, man. And I think, like I said, I don't know if it's like, again, I think that might be part of it, like systemic things that you just subconsciously didn't know that they was putting into you to not show emotion. Yep. And it's built up and then it becomes uncomfortable, you know what I'm saying? But like, right when somebody die oh man, bro, tell everybody you love, man. life too short. Right. <laughs> tragedy. <I laughs> tragedy. You, it it tragedy. It takes tragedy. It takes tragedy bring that out, bro. Like, literally. And or I'm lots like, of alcohol. Or that. Just love too. you guys. <laughs>
1: Love you bro. You yeah. like hugging each other. <laughs> you right, right, right. Like,
2: that's that's a crazy. That's a whole another segment, but that's that's wild though, man. Um I don't even know how we got that got to that point. No, but but cuz we get deep good. on this that motherfucking good, shit, yeah, yeah, we yeah. get deep. That's that why. a good angle though, you know what I'm saying? I ain't never really had I ain't never said nothing like this on wax.
0: But I'm gonna be honest with you, it's so crazy. I think we was all struggling with this shit on the east side because the funny thing is my growing up like me growing up sounds exactly like your shit. Like just give it, giving it the quick synopsis. Mom and dad together. They've been together for years. Dad ends up actually his his was a little different. He ended up getting sick. You know, he and he couldn't. You, what, what's that? What's 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 that shit you get on and you can't work no more? Dialysis like,
1: or or, you know, or, or, disability. or disability. disability
0: disability So he couldn't provide because he was a tradesman.
2: He <laughs> was a tradesman, no, no, so but he did get on dialysis. That's
0: the situation. So, yeah, oh, but no. it was but it was all the same got deal. It, all it. wrapped in together. Couldn't provide for his family the relationship started deteriorating finances started getting bad my mom became more masculine in the relationship his and mental
1: his, and emotional health of course with those things going on is fading away his
0: mental and emotional health fading away and like it, toxicity in the household is going crazy and divorce breaks down little brother and little sister split all this shit like it's the same, same shit, shit bro that we all experiencing and it, it's crazy because like they all develop these same wounds like we, we all licking the same wounds mm-hmm. and it's causing the same problems. And a lot of us that's not fixing it, we got, we repeating the fucking cycle. Yeah. We repeating the cycle. If you don't really dig in and that's the thing about it, like it's like the, the crazy thing about life is if you don't figure out what's going on, like you're doomed. It's like you keep playing the same stage on a video game. Yeah. Like you keep doing it over and over again.
2: Bro, and I, I always have, I got a lot of little quotes and shit, man, that, that I live by, but that's another one, man. A lesson keeps repeating itself until it's learned. Literally, bro, you're not going to get over that stage until you learn it. You know what I'm saying? So you still, like, you can see people dealing with financial problems all the time, right? And they get a lump sum of money, fuck up the check, you know what I'm saying? And now they back to square one over and over again. It's because you ain't learned that lesson, man. So, bro, that's 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 that's, that's majority of people's problems. Like, we all kind of get into them bonds. And until we get over that hump where we've learned it, it's going to keep repeating every single time.
1: I agree with you. I think conversation is an important part of, of getting over that hump. Mm-hmm. And uh, so check this out. I was um, checking out this article from Everyday Health, right? It says that from uh, men com- men's conversations, only about 7% of all conversations are about health. The rest is about sports, current events, and career. So my question for you is why don't you think men, you know, being a doctor, right? Yeah. Why don't you think men are prioritizing health?
2: I think the biggest thing, and, not, and we can start, focus on men too, right? But I think, just say, let's get black men, right? Okay. Black men, we do not trust the doctor, right? That's so true. So when you back up even historically going back to like the Tuskegee syphilis experiment and all that type of stuff where, you know, we were basically lab rats for syphilis and they infected us with it knowing that it could kill us, make us infertile, all these type of things. We don't have a reason to trust the, the medical system. We don't have a reason to trust any system, right? So we, we're trying to, we, we, we want to get healthier. We want to get healthier. Like if you ask 100 people, is it important to be healthy? 100 black people, 100 men, everybody will say absolutely. But we don't trust it, right? So now it comes down to, all right, how can I get black men or men in general to trust the system? Specifically, I want to focus on black men. What if the doctor looked like you? Mm. Right. What if the doctor looked like you and was able to communicate directly to you, understand the nuances of your life, understand your perspective, you know, reference things going on culturally, current event wise. You a little bit more comfortable, uh, comfortable, comfortable, and you you have a little less apprehension. Right. There's a thing called like white coat syndrome. Right. Where um, you are in an emergency room. Everybody has this man. When Somebody walk into an emergency room. Just say just say if I took your blood pressure. Outside while you're eating ice cream And then I said alright Come with me to the emergency room If I took your blood pressure again Right when you got in the emergency room It would be higher Just from the environment itself
1: That's crazy Just from being in the hospital Just
2: from being in the hospital right? So then if you get getting communicated With people that don't look like you You feel like they're not listening And all these type of things And you've also been in that type of situation All your life Where you feel like you're not getting listened to They don't understand you know, they're, not, they, they're trying to get over on me You don't trust the system it's it's just tough, man. So it's a lot of things outside of like physical health that are causing you to you know get worked up about what's going on as well, right? So I wow. think the biggest thing is representation. Okay, you know what I mean. That's
1: a, I, I I never really thought about that. Oh, absolutely, yeah, man. A
2: Re, yeah, representation is a, is a high level one that is extremely important. The other thing is like access, right? So you start looking at and and not just access to health. It's like all right, what is causing people to be unhealthy, right? Well, you start looking at our communities. Let's go to the east side. You'll love this.
1: You go, to the,
2: you go to the east side and you look at some situations like Panola Road. Panola Road is like our strip. Right. Yeah. Right. That's our strip, right, for where we get food. It's the and downtown. That's the downtown for us on the east side. <laughs> right? You start from the beginning of Panola Road and let's walk all the way towards Publix. Start from the beginning. Waffle House. Zaxby's. Just follow me. Zaxby's. Quick trip. You got Checkers. McDonald's, Checkers, Burger King, uh, you got Wendy's. KFC, Cookout. Cookout, Waffle House again. You have This Is It, Barbecue, Cross the Street. You have Ruby Tuesdays, IHOP, Popeyes, Wendy's, One Smoothie King.
0: We got DeVito's. Don't forget
2: the legendary. Don't forget the legendary. <laughs> yeah, that's further yeah,
1: that's further. down. DeVito's on the other side. Right. You with you know what with Zaxby's. With Zaxby's, right?
2: <laughs> and 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 then we got Publix We can get a sub. Like what's the trend that I just reached out? That's our strip, bro. Yeah. That's our strip. That's the access to food that we have. You understand? Like it's 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 a food desert. That's a part of the 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 game as well. Like so when people talk mm. about like you know systemic issues and you know and a lot of people always go after like talking about police brutality and like a lot of that systemic racism, bro. Them chicken wings is killing us way more than them bullets, bro. Like when I was at my Duke program, man, it, that's what really woke me up and started creating these community initiatives because those are my first time studying system sciences. Mm. So basically we went through each system. Um, so we talk about the kidneys. Then we talk about what are the most prevalent uh, communities that have these different kidney diseases. We go into the lungs, talk about the, you know, how the lungs function then go into who's, who's more at risk, bro. Damn near every category, African-Americans was number one in everything. Mm. Cancer, diabetes. Uh, hypertension, everything. And I'm just looking around in the class like, y'all niggas don't think this is crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: you know yeah. what I'm saying? We number one in everything? That's insane.
2: You know what I'm saying? So you got to start thinking like, why are we number one in everything? If you Google right now, what percentage of cancer is hereditary? Because a lot of people like to put that, it's it, it running my blood. My family got it. You Google right now, what percentage of cancer is hereditary? It'll come up and say 10%. Ten percent of cancer hereditary. So what does that mean? That means ninety percent of of the of of cancer situations lifestyle. comes from your lifestyle, environment. What do you put in your body? Like what's going on, right? But they're not kicking that game to us, right? Right? Like we we you know, it, it's it's sick, man. Like the, the, especially this time of the year, right? So you get around the holidays. We love that, those type of foods mm. and shit like that. I love it too. I can't lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. But everything in moderation. Like, we can't live on that type of thing. Like, we literally have to. And diet is the big thing. That's the main thing that I'm focusing on with the, with the platform. But we literally have to eat to live, not live to eat. It's difficult because, man, oh, it's chemicals in the food, man, that draws us to the food. Like, really think about, like, I'm a dentist. What is a sweet tooth? If somebody says, I have a sweet tooth, what is that?
1: Like a strong craving.
2: You're fiending, bro. mm it's the, it's a drug. You're fiending for sugar.
1: But even calling it sweet tooth makes it less serious.
2: Exactly. But it's another form of addiction. But we leverage addiction. We put that towards drugs and all type of thing. Guess what? Sugar is a drug. Damn near more potent than all of that. Like, sugar should be a class three narcotic, bro. Like, the, the type of, like, bro, you used to really start thinking about what it is and, like, how we're drawn to it. Like, can you eat pancakes without serve? <laughs> no, no, no. Fuck no. First of all, pancake <laughs> is a
1: cake. It's a... Like, that that's is, what it is. It's a, a waffle is a cake, it's a dessert, yeah, you know what I'm saying? for like, breakfast. Really just
2: think about, like, how much sugar intake that we have, bro. Like, so, I say all that to say, I know I hit a couple different points, but why we don't love the system or why we not rocking with the system, it's multi- it's very layered, it's a very loaded question, but I think off the top of it is representation. So, trying to figure out how to have more doctors look like their patients Right yeah. So not even just For black males But even for Anybody in the diaspora Like you know We want more You know Asian, Asian doctors to, to treat Asian patients Right We want people To treat their people So it can have Better health outcomes But then in addition To that We gotta a, You know Control like Some of these Systemic things Going on in our community So uh, Addressing these Food deserts Getting yeah. more access To fresh produce mm-hmm. All of those Type things Because I think That will Oppose to trying to Treat the disease Let's, let's go after like the actual cause. Like let's, let's not go after the symptoms. Hit the root. Let's hit the root. Right. And the root to me personally has to do mostly with diet. You know what I mean? And lifestyle.
0: Yo, way to bring that back full circle, yeah. man. To be honest, and it's crazy you say that too, because this is around that time of year. Because we are gonna all sit around that crazy ass food
2: we and go hold crazy, hands, go go and, and in. Listen,
0: no, but the funny thing is, we are gonna pray, right? And somebody gonna pray, and they gonna say, "Look, may this, <laughs> may these hams, these ham hocks, these chitlins <laughs> nourish our body and soul." Goddamn
1: it, right? Like somebody that's gonna shit.
0: goddamn, they try to pray all the shit out of the goddamn chitlins. Bro. It's and
1: see, it seems like how you know, crazy is that though? It's insane. And men, I feel us as men must lead the campaign on health because women, they, they seem to already have an understanding on it. I was yeah. uh, checking out the male Health Clinic, you know, and they state that less than 60 percent. I'm sorry, more than 60 percent of men, you know, skip out on going to the annual checkups, mm-hmm. even less are going to the dentist. And the ones that are going to these annual checkups in the dentist, you know, they they're surveying these men and these men are 20 percent of those men are saying, hey, my significant other pushed me right. to go to the doctor.
0: Women have be been pushing their men to go to the doctor for years. This is,
1: I mean, I would, bro, let me tell you. all Go ahead, and, I go. Was, go ahead I, and go. That's exactly what they're saying. I was dating this chick, man, and she kept, like, saying go to the dentist in so many ways. Hey, you, you know, you got your insurance going. Hey, you know, it's time for you to do this, time for you to do that. And I was like, one day I was just kind of fed up with this shit. Like, why does she keep telling me to go to the dentist? Yeah, yeah. And I just sat down. I'm trying to, you know, I'm like trying to have a serious conversation. And she was just like, babe, you know. You know, I love you, but your teeth, you know. Shit's fucked up. They, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like she basically said like they was yellow. Like she like they yellow, yeah. you know, and you like, you know, like, you know, you can you can get that fixed. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was crazy. I felt like shit. I'm like, You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying yeah. I felt, But it was some real shit. And you know, what is it what is it about women that like why do women have this understanding that men just are reluctant to have?
2: Bro, I think I think, you know, a lot of times women like okay, boom, women also have A cycle Monthly right Mm. So there's different things That almost like Initiate You want to kind of Be under somebody's care Right So also If you're expecting Or you're trying to have Have kids And stuff like that Like you want to make sure That everything's lined up And it's according Or you're going in To get birth control Like there's just different Like factors to where You want to ensure That the dosages is good Like Self care is is
1: very much So a part of their lifestyle Yeah man So
2: you kind of Always involved right They doing like You know Even when it comes to Just like just how they take care of their bodies, right? So, you know they're going to get waxings and all that type of shit like they're mani they pedis man, yeah like they're just way more intricate when it comes to those type of things so it's nothing to make an appointment for that type of thing because for them that is a thing right that's a that's a it's part a of it. life exactly that's a part of being a woman right they that's they talk about that that's in conversation oh yeah I went to the doctor he told me I need this I'm on this new birth control because this birth control is better than it oh you should talk to your doctor because they really daughter, be on some shit yeah, yeah, yeah like <laughs> I was I was using this Varene, but I ain't like that so like it's just like they That's part of their lifestyle Right so it just We don't really have Nothing like that Like dudes is kind of just We
0: got We got condom reviews Yeah <laughs> We got work
1: And sleep That's pretty that's much it. What we're like, going to do It's
2: no like It's no culture around Like oh man I went to the doctor To get this together Like it's always like Oh I broke my rib Why You know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah, Like
1: yeah. <laughs> Like, I had COVID. I couldn't move for three weeks. So i just now going to the doctor. Type yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? I so, just
0: slept that shit off. Of right, right, right. <laughs> Still ain't going to the doctor with the COVID. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> man,
2: so it's, it's no culture around it. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I think bringing it all full circle again, um, another one of the initiatives that I want to work towards is kind of doing like a barbershop activation, right? So the biggest thing that I'm realizing is, man, we want to make – if the if the message comes from me as a doctor, yeah, they might receive it. But it's different if it came from a friend, right? So we want to leverage our other people's audience. It's called mm. I call it LOPA. Leverage other people's audience. So I want to leverage the doctor, uh, the barbers, and educate them about hyper blood uh, high blood pressure. So I want to show them how to take blood pressure, and we want to create like a almost like a reward system, right? So like before you get in a barber chair, let the barber take your blood pressure. Right. So after like 10 blood pressures, you know, and you're in a decent range, you know, you get a free cut or something like that. But educating the barber's on, all right, well, this is what high blood pressure looks like. So if they are in this range, then we would want to have like a, a a connecting primary care physician or a connecting urgent care. I'm like, all right, man, your blood pressure is a little high. We checked you out. Hey, man, be able to, you know, go, you know, go to go to a um my primary care spot to, you know, get a further evaluation, right? The reason why we want to do that is because high blood pressure is that silent killer. Mm. People can have high blood pressure, no symptoms, and then all of a sudden, boom, die of a heart attack. And we didn't know what was going on. The whole time they had high blood pressure for three, four years. You know what I'm saying? So think about if you got a community around that where... You know, you got partnerships, and you got these barbers like, "Oh man, look, this is what we're doing in here, hey man." Because you talk again, like you said, we talk about everything else in the barbershop. In the barbershop, they have a,
1: a, a, a big impact on the community that's, and even initiating that kind of conversation. That's
2: the the, the barbershop is the cor- that's a cornerstone for the black male. Like we go in there, we talk about that's as close as we get to therapy. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you that's walk out that motherfucker,
1: you feel like a Come guy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, like, you, hey. you chop. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. look good. You <laughs> yeah. know
2: what I mean? And then on top of that, you done not have one of them conversations. Fellowship. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's been sometimes where I just grab some food. My my appointment not till three o'clock. I don't walk in there at like 1.30. Yep. I brought a whole meal in there. I'm smacking the meal. We just chopping, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. watching the game or something. And then I get in the, in the chop because I, I know for a fact that fellowship, you know what I'm saying? That fellowship is what we love and enjoy. So, yeah, man, I think it's important to kind of find creative ways to leverage other people to really kick shit that matters. And health, man, for us, we got to talk about a lot more.
0: Health is good, man. Like, health is big. Our physical health's. You know, a mental health, and I think that's what I, I think that's what we touched on. When We were talking about family. That's that's really mental health. Absolutely, because that affects us greatly, even especially as we carry on to our relationships with these, you know, the future young ladies that we got now. Which is ex- which is what I'm going to talk about now too. Because yes. just so the people know, you a single man, right?
2: I am not a single man. Well, what, what? Oh. Well, okay. l- l-
0: if well, let, let's define single on the hardly initiated. Th- th- I I agree with
2: that. Okay, yeah. because are the you married initiated. I am not married.
0: Well, then you're a single y- man. You're a single man. Okay, just okay. so we know what the fuck going on right here. Okay. Okay, so you are a single man. So, you know, as 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 a as a young single man, you know, on, on in his journey, on his purpose, and you know, of course, you got you got a lady, a young lady in your life, but you know, how has like the experiences that you had growing up that you were just sharing with us. How now has that shaped how you, like, you know, move in your relationships with these young ladies as you move now, you know, moving
2: forward? Yeah, man. I think uh, managing expectations is the big thing, right? And mm. and I'll preface this. Yeah, no, nah, there ain't really no preference. Managing expectations, right? So I think— yeah, which, a lo- which, which,
0: to Explain that to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That? So
2: I think a lot of times, like, we come into situations, like, for me, you know— you know, you led in by the eyes, right? So it's it a lot of times I come into situations lustfully. Like, man, you look good. I'm on that. You it's is not nat-
1: natural physical attraction. Natural right.
2: physical I'm on that. What's good with you? ah, uh And once you you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then,
2: and then and once things start progressing, you you kinda already know like within a couple interactions what type of situation this is gonna be. Mm. Right. So you already are knowing like, okay. Can I see a relationship with this person? Can I see even further, potentially, with this person? And my thing is I don't really, like, waste time in the middle, right? So I, I like to be transparent up front. That goes back to that having that hard truth conversation. So, like, up front, if, even if we've, you know, had sexual relations, you know what I'm saying, like, up front, I'm already, like, this is probably not what I really want to do on a long-term scale. And when you're transparent – it helps, but it still don't it, it it's still not enough, right mm-hmm. so a lot of people be like man, I told her what it is up front, and she's still on that like she can't be mad at me nah man, you got to over communicate
1: the play Is all mm-hmm. of this a- ambiguous communication over communicate you got to over
2: communicate the play you can't I said it once, nah that's not enough. you have to over- because things change, times yep. change, y'all interacting Facts. different, y'all around different vibes. you have to continue to over communicate the play. So that y'all on the same page. If y'all not on the same page, then there has to be a conversation, right? So, though, you know, time spent is one of those things that women like to leverage all the time, right? Like, even if you're not doing nothing with them, you might be over there like, I'm going to do my work at your crib. Oh, that's bonding. Yeah. That's bonding 100%. That's all time spent in their head, regardless if you just like, I ain't know nothing. Like, she cool. Like, we just keeping the player. That's time spent. So, again, managing expectations. Like, look, if I'm coming over here and I'm just chilling – like i don't want I don't want it to be an issue where you feel like i'm 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 overstepping my my state or I'm overstepping my boundaries just because I want to be around you and I ain't on that on a high level shit when I say on that I'm saying like relationship you know what I mean so like managing expectations so they already know exactly what you expect out of the situation and 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 you always talking about it right and I think i that's been able to keep a lot like i'm I ain't got no girl's key in my car. I never had my car key. I never had no brick thrown through my window. I think mainly because of being able to, like, try my best to over-communicate what's going it's on. It's clear. Yeah. So I definitely did wrong. I definitely had my share of, like, wrong situations for sure. Slayer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, I like that. I like that, right? So, you know, I'm just like you. You know, I got some shit going. And um, when I'm communicating or, like you said, over-communicating um, with, with women, I'm letting them know exactly where I stand. And right now it's it's a, you know, casual sort of relationship, but, you know, it's this viral, you know, conversation going around right now about, you know, women, if they are in a casual situation, you know, is other women encouraging women that they should not bring those wifey, you know so to speak skill sets to the table So even though you're dating these women casually Do you still expect to be some level of You know cooking Cleaning nurturing situation going on
2: Uh nah not really man Really? Nah I mean I think it just comes down To you being just a solid individual Right like I think the extras Are the extras like some girls Can't they can't help but to do that Cause that's them right like I just want you to be you Like sometimes like these things That the cooking the cleaning The way people set that up is kind of is spoken about almost like it's a chore, Mm. like you doing me a favor by cleaning. I can clean my own shit, truthfully. You know what I'm saying? You don't get no kudo points for cleaning nothing because you're supposed to clean up. Yeah, like the house is supposed to be clean. I like I like because cleanliness is next to godliness.
1: That's true, but let me say, you got a girl, she stayed at your crib. You know, I'm assuming you wake up before her. Yeah, she gets up. She don't make up your bed.
2: Ah, yeah, she will. But I will make up the bed too, though. Like I, I don't, I, I feel you. I see where you going with it, but I I mean like that's just we grown. You should make up the bed. You know what I'm saying? Like this ain't no get up and just leave. Like because if I was at your crib, I would make up the bed. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that's worth the conversation. Oh wow. Nah, nah, nah. Like we clean the house. So it's casual, casual. Yeah, like we clean. Just ass. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I just feel like stuff like that. Even like if I'm at the crib, right? Like. And granted, maybe this, for some people, they do need to have those conversations, right? Like, you're, because I don't really, it's not so much me expecting that out of you. Mm. It's just that, I mean, it's just, so that's what, normal behavior. That should be normal behavior. So check
0: it out. It, sh- it should be, but it ain't. But now, check this out. <laughs> right. Facts. Check this out. What do you expect?
2: The truth. The truth, right? So, especially a lot of times when you're in these casual situations, the truth is, it's not exclusive, Right. Right. So now as a man, can you deal with do you have insecurities about that? Because. At a certain point, she don't have to just only be casual with you. Right. So it comes to that that crossroad where you like, all right. Am I about to put these expectations on her to perform a certain way for me or do certain things when I'm not doing certain things as well? Or are we just gonna be cool about whatever?
1: See, that's the thing. I think it's it's okay to still have those expectations even though it's a casual relationship. Because even though I'm in a casual situation, I still may take you out. Now if I take you out as a man, I'm to protect you, right? So I'm not going ninety miles down the freeway, you know, yeah, yeah, drinking yeah, for sure. I'm 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 not, you know, you know, I'm I'm you know, on, on walking on the side of the street, I'm making sure you don't get water splashed on. You know, I'm it's being a It's expected
0: that you pay that motherfucking tab, right? It, 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 <laughs> and also. That's expected but, of you, but, right? But, but 100%. But, but see, and that's casual.
1: But see, I don't even
2: connect that to just that you as a man. I just connect that to you. Like, you just a solid nigga. <laughs> it ain't just a man thing, right? Because right. we can also say men don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't perform to those standards as well. But I just feel like you move a certain way. To where, regardless if it's casual or not, you gonna hold a girl down because that's how you how you operate. That's you know facts. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's not so much of like men have this standard where it's a casual thing. So I'm gonna check off these boxes because it's whatever. Nah, you as a person, you polish that way to where you gonna handle business that way. That's how I look at it.
1: That makes sense. So you only dealing with chicks who operate in a certain way in a
2: certain in a certain capacity. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we if you if we gotta talk about should we clean the dishes or not? It's just come on, like. Come on, man.
0: <laughs> so, but see, but see, that is an expectation. Whether you want to say it or not, right? If that, if you walk in and the dishes is consistently dirty,
2: we got to talk about this. You know,
0: so, like, these are expect. Whether we want to say the expectations Understood. or not, right. These That's- shits we have us because, and expectations are good because that is a standard. Facts. Right? Facts. So like I have a standard of the woman that is allowed to share my energy and my time
1: Even if it's from a casual sense
0: Even if it's from a casual sense because we got to have standards for I mean these are for women and men Like yep. we got to have standards to protect ourselves I do agree, I do agree And see as a matter of a fact that's a good point because Bro like you, you have achieved like you already bro in the top you know 0.1% of men at this point bro you a, You're a doctor you, you got are, two dental you, offices. You're a creative. You got you you, den, you got dental offices. Multiple you brands. You got brands. You about to build a massive empire. So I know you got standards. I know you got expectations, and I know you plan on building with a woman. Absolutely. So check this out because we touched on this a bit, but I want you to hit it a little bit more because you know marriage is a suspect business model from a performance from a number <laughs> from a numbers perspective from a highly questionable
1: yeah, business yeah, yeah. model. Like,
0: you talking about fifty uh, over fifty percent of you know marriage divorce rate. Right? I mean, we, we grew up in these households. We see them. First hand. Over 70% are being filed by women. Did your mom file? She did. So mine, right?
3: Way
1: Y'all to pull crazy. out some stats, yeah. baby. We,
0: we see it. We see it happen on a, on a consistent basis. So, and, and this is the traditional, yeah. traditional marriage. And and I know you a man of truth and, and structure and planning and vision. So, with that being the case, is do you see yourself, you know, jumping into a traditional marriage to build your empire with a woman?
2: Man, you know, I think... In my first mind, absolutely. I think that's what I really, that's what I really want to do. Um, but I think just, you know, I'm also conscious of this model as well, right? So I'm conscious of, like, you know, having friends and, and, and close relatives that are in these monogamous relationships, right? These marriages and struggling, man. Like, we have these transparent conversations. You know, the funniest joint to me is when they say uh, black men don't cheat.
1: First off, that's a myth. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's not, it's not just black men, right? It ain't just black men. But
2: that's just some shit like, bro, like, all my, like, especially when you in a marriage, man, like, all the homies, man, struggle with lust, bro. Like, Facts. the lusts never go away, Facts. right? It just becomes a situation where it's somebody not worth risking it for. Like, you like, nah, I can't do that. Somebody
0: or something. Or some, some things dick. you have
1: amassed. N-B-N-C-Y. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, but, is it always lust, too? That's another question I got. You know, because I mean, you just... I mean, is it lust if you just have genuine, genuine interest in a different experience?
2: And see, that's a great question, bro. And that's where you start talking about the model, right? So you start looking at traditionally, like, did we only have one wife, right? Is that Was that by design? Was there a certain thing that we that we were able to accomplish by having multiple wives and these different things? Or, um, I don't know, man. You, you just got to have these questions. And I think now mm-hmm. with us having... More information and even just, you know, the way our generation is operating right now. I think the way the traditional marriage looks the next 10 to 15 years is going to be a little different, mainly Mm -hmm. because we got new information and man, people are tired, bro. Like a lot of women have got to the point where I'm having conversations where they, you know, essentially these women are settling for the sake of love. What they think is love, right? The ideal love, the Instagram love, the pictures, the kids, matching outfits, <laughs> et cetera. But outside of that, it's a, it's a toxic situation, right? They're really battling real demons, you know what I mean? So I think for me, in my whole relationship journey, I'm just patient, man. Like, I, I, truthfully, I really don't take too much relationship advice, mainly because mm. I, I think nobody knows the answers. I don't think nobody knows. Mm. So so people are just giving their perspectives but a lot of that perspective is is stemmed in insecurities, it's stemmed in like hurt, pain, it's, right? Like is
1: antiquated? Yeah. Or this shit come from the Cosby's. That
2: too, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know and, and and I had to start asking myself like have I seen It's not to say that marriages are, you know, there are no positive marriages, but have I seen a healthy marriage? That interests me. I've seen some corny shit that's looks cool, but have I seen a marriage that interests me? I ain't gonna lie. The whole Jada and Will shit kind of fucked me up. That, <laughs> the way the way that they were truthful with each other, like that before all this shit popped off with August Alsina and all this other type of shit, the way they were kind of showcasing how they were truthful with each other and their perspective and open about different things going on, that was like, damn, like okay. That's a dope situation Like it ain't uptight Like it's cool But then shit They done open the door To this other shit going on It's
1: like whoa But like, see that's just know, the way That's being portrayed You know that what that I mean too, I that would agree too, I would too.
3: agree
0: And see the thing about it is I still see I, I still think I'm more Jaden Will than, than, than the Cosby <laughs> Yeah I <laughs>
1: because, agree
0: Because the thing of it is It's like At the end of the day A lot of these people You know we People just need to talk shit About somebody mm. right? Facts. They need to escape Their own problems Facts. Because a lot of y'all shit Is way worse than Jaden Will OK, a lot of the shit that I've seen growing up in my own household is worse than Jaden Wheel. Absolutely. So at this, I mean, I'm, I'm a realist. I know that, you know, there's no perfect relationship. You're going to have to choose what headaches you want to deal with, regardless of the business model. If, I, if, I, if I'm in a sole proprietorship, a partnership, a goddamn, you know, it's five of us in business. It's an MLM. We're going to have issues regardless of the business model Facts. I choose. It's just which one am I going to take and build my vision and empire with because I can have success and failure in all of them. Facts. so it's about which one is most fitting to me and see that's the thing we actually recently had an episode on this because the thing about it is most men are not in tune with themselves enough to build something unique to themselves first of all they don't know themselves
3: well yep. enough yeah.
0: to know what to build unique to themselves so they let everybody else in instagram tell them what, what it needs to look like yeah and they're just submitting to what the woman the, the woman wants instead of being real and having these real ass conversations so with you, I, I feel like you a more open-minded brother that is, you know, not so much willing to, to to fold to these things. So are you, you know, willing or or already have had some of these conversations with your lady?
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, man. Because it's like, I'm curious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got to ask the question because I'm like, well, what you think about that? You know what I mean? Like, what's your perspective
1: on that? I can yeah. see his ass testing, testing yeah, all these women. Yeah, bro, and that's and that's important, <laughs> man. Like I yeah. think a
2: lot, like you said, man, a lot of dudes, man, like in front of us, everybody gonna pop it and say what they be doing. Yep, man, dog. They don't want to be honest like that. They don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to stir that pot because they don't know how to recover from that. But when you when you stirring that pot from a, a space of not lust, but but from principle, mm. right, and perspective. I think they can respect it a little bit more because you're just trying to advance the the relationship ultimately, right? So you're just trying to just see what buttons can be pushed, how far can we stretch this thing to still make it make sense where we're all where we're both comfortable. You know what I mean? Um so yeah. And most dudes not they they not they not trying to get rough know, no feather stuff.
1: No no, they they not digging deep. They just it's just pussy. Mm-hmm. It's just pussy. No, 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 nothing with depth to it.
0: And, and, and see that depth, man, those conversations is really where y'all grow, man. That's really where you get to know that other person that you're dealing with. Yeah. That's really where you really get to fall in love with that person or rise in love with that person, right? Sure. Because I'm going to love the uniqueness about you. I'm not going to love that you just want that shit on Instagram. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody wants. Mm-hmm. I want to see that. I want to see you, you know, what you're willing to sacrifice for this relationship. I want to see how open-minded you're willing to be. I want to see how, you know, if you're willing to. You know, what you really willing to sacrifice or what we're willing to really put on the table to grow this together. That's what's really going to make me commit to you. Absolutely. And it's funny because, you know, I actually, you know, have, you know, I got some I got a dope relationship with a young lady, too. And um, she's actually on the, on, on the more rebellious side of um, you know, <laughs> okay, of life and, and kind of how she moves and thinks. Non-traditional. So, you know, yeah, very non-traditional. So, you know, she kind of like, you know, with the shits. Like, yo, what we, we building what we building, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of funny because, you know, t- speaking, you know, to her and, and her being open to even the idea of having me want to speak to other young women, the, the funny thing is I actually... The desire, the dark desire to do it, actually kind of dies down a bit, really, when you feel that you know, because I, I, here's what I believe: I believe that what monogamy does, it allows man to suppress this uh, or have this um, feeling that he's not allowed to unexplore. Almost as a kid, if your mom said, "You better not open that closet,"
1: you gonna want to open <laughs> that closet. You Better not
0: open that motherfucking closet. I don't care <laughs> right. what happens.
1: Don't open. And that then one.
0: all of a sudden, this like dark desire and amplified thing. Of this closet Whereas if She never even brought it up He probably wouldn't give a shit About hey, that closet hey, right
2: You know what's funny Remember that Mike Epps segment Where he's like uh, uh, t- Some dude named Tony Walking around And Tony with his girl And Tony like Man what's going on brother Y'all cool Yeah <laughs> so like as Soon as she leaves Yeah as soon as she looks Man nigga what a bitch What a bitch <laughs> That's real that? like, no, That's, that's exactly, it Exactly dog Exactly I got it bro
1: now, I, I'm enjoying this conversation with you, man, especially, you know, this, this part about relationships because I, I like to speak to my, my, my brothers who are interesting and who are high achievers. Sure. So, you, you know, you got these two dental offices. You got these multiple brands. We talked about that a bit. So, you're making some money. Now, I was recently having a conversation with a young lady, you know, out on a date, and she's just like, hey, you know what? Uh, I got my career straight. You know, I got, I got, I got my, my car, you know, my house. I got everything in place. You know, now I just need a man. Mm. so it's like she was equipping herself with these things and she's you know 35 36 years old with no man and I'm I'm curious from your perspective does a woman need to bring finances and and you know that level of resources to a relationship
2: man you know initially I thought they did you know what I mean Uh, because when I used to be doing these little lists and shit about like what type of woman I wanted
1: Rich bitch. <laughs> you know
2: what I'm, I'm, I'm number one. <laughs> I'm writing down all these all these lists, and bro, I'm writing down myself.
0: Oh my god, I did the same. But <laughs> we the same person, bro. I'm writing myself. One whole one whole
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 dog. I'm writing myself, and my my homie said, you know, because I guess one thing I put like ambition, right? I put ambition, right? Mm. And um, he was like. Man, you might have enough ambition for both of y'all. Mm. That's a real homie. Yo, dude, the that's a is, real homie. Yo, shout out to the homie out yeah, here, We can get dude. his Joe ass Mitchell, on the show. Yeah, Joseph <laughs> Mitchell, man. He'd he been married five years, man. He was just like, you, you got to get the things, that the intangibles, that, that's going to help you be your best self. You know what I'm saying? What like, you don't got. Exactly. Like, you know, being able to uplift you. You know what I mean? Like, being able to commit to the cause, even if they think the, the car going to crash, but they just want to show that they committed to your vision. Right, like like unconditionally committed to who you are and what you're trying to be. Like they believe in you enough to just ride out for whatever. And you start putting out those type of things and then you start thinking about all right, okay, that that looks good too. And then you I always think about legacy. So I'm looking at it like, okay, mother of my child, you know what I'm saying? Like she gotta be polished to, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, right, What's your perspective? Like how you you know, how are you interpreting situations and you know, um, you know, are you do you have that figure where I feel like my child, like if I'm going, is my child gonna be straight? You know what I'm saying? My child yeah. gonna come out solid, just from your perspective. You know what I mean? Like, granted, it's a joint situation, but what if I'm out of the picture? How's my child gonna be polished? Like, right. what type of information are you gonna expose him or her to? So, those are the things I kind of look at. You know what I mean? So I know that's kind of like low key, kind of vague a little bit, but no, that's real. Yeah, I, I, that's I get my it. that's my perspective though, for sure.
0: I did the same thing, man. Yeah. Like I, I thought that I needed. I'm an entrepreneur. I need to date another entrepreneur. I need to date somebody like me. But like you said, I mean, when you when you look at the list of the things that you know you have when you're considering you know what you wanted, especially when you're from neighborhoods like us, you know, we you know co- come from you know, families, we have financial issues, you know, uh, we we lack in these things and we're becoming it's building these. You know, this person in us, we're Mm -hmm. thinking we need that in our partner. The only thing you forget on that list for the woman is the dick and the balls when
1: you're looking at (laughs) it. Exactly. Because you're putting a list together of characteristics, not a list of principles. It's a bar.
0: Not a a list of principles. And you're also not creating your reciprocal. Mm -hmm. Yeah see and that, that's what we need we need a yang not a ying right so the thing about it is when like when you're putting it all together and, and, and you seeing it don't make sense that's why dating is so important because now as i'm dating these women i always say you, you the reason you date is to gain data yep. so i'm over here <laughs> i'm over here dating like i'm over here dating these one. chicks take that i'm over here dating these chicks and i'm like wow i really like when this kind of chick oh wow i I don't really fuck with the boss chicks like that, yeah. bro. I was oh, on the wow. same
1: shit. Like I had, yeah. like man, let me tell you, man. I got this, this, this chick. You know, this, this, this young chick, man. And she's like a creative type, you know. And um, she was, you know, hit me up like, hey, you know, I want to come through, whatever. I'm like, you know, I'm busy. I'm booked and busy, you know. But she enticed me. She's like, hey, you know, I got something special for you. So I'm a. Big fan of gifts. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, come through, come through. And she brought all of this fucking arts and crafts and shit over to the crib. Like, we want to do some candle making. And at first, I'm like, fuck, like, this is the last thing. This is the last way I want to spend only my product. only thing I'm trying to
0: wax is that ass. <laughs> right. But let me tell you, let me tell you, we,
1: start, we started, you know, picking out the scents, you know, these oils and shit, and we melting the wax. And she's just like, she looks up and she's like, I'm like, why are you looking like that? She's like, you just very touchy today she, and I'm like I'm looking at her like she, I'm like damn am I <laughs> yeah and she's like she was like no 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 I really like it and what I realized was I was really attracted to her in this moment because she's helping me do some shit I never do fucking relax mm. And I love that shit. And I'm like, I'm like, ooh, this one smells good. I'm naming the candles and shit. I'm like, ooh, I'm going to call this one top four. This top four. Dude, <laughs> you know? That's so hard. It, it, it was, but see, you come into the realization that you are looking for that yang that, that you spoke about. Somebody mm. that will really compliment you and, and take you to places that you would not otherwise be able to access without them.
2: And they say that too. They like, man, I need you to be my peace. Mm. Be my peace. I'm already dealing with so much more. Yeah. I want to come to the crib and just be able to be like, damn, man, you straight. You know what I'm saying? Facts.
0: Facts. So, yo, let me tell Yo, man, it's crazy because. I talk this motherfucker yo, all day. I, I, and, see, and that's crazy because I, I realize how, how alike we all are. You know, and, and, and I I think it's something deeper. You know, at the surface, I can say it's from, we from the same neighborhoods. You know, I, at the surface, I can say, you know, we all black. <laughs> yeah. Know? But at the, at the end of the day, I, I think really as men. Like we really need these core things. Like we we all really facing the same shit. Like from a core level, like a principled level. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to like women, your pride, your ego, your work. Like it's these things we all. So when I when I'm listening to you speak, I'm like, damn, and I'm just like this cat. And yo Unfortunately I gotta We gotta wrap this shit up Right here mm. So yeah.
2: um, what we gonna
1: do is I had is, some places I wanted to go to no, I man got some, yo, We gotta I get got, the second segment We, we
0: gonna probably part have two. to We gonna probably have to Have a return guest maybe here Maybe
2: parts Maybe part three man <laughs> <right>. Yeah <laughs>
1: You might be recurring on this month, yo. Yeah. Might,
0: yo, so yo. First off, man, I, I super I, I appreciate you. I don't want to get you off first without letting you rep your set first because you're doing some amazing things. You got some big brands you're building. you building. Even, you even brought you even brought some things up here. I want you to show the people what you brought up here because my man up here is really he's ha- he got some big brands that he's building. Yeah, with absolutely. some big visions for it. Show the kicks. It's right a, of that it's a, this a is sexy fly. vision too, man.
1: Cat's not doing this shit.
0: No, 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 no. Cat's not doing this, man. And I, I think right here, this 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 straight up Yeah. This straight up saying. one of the brands right here. What which yeah, one is? Yeah, so
2: this is uh we must stay healthy, right? So we're uh actually coming out with our own Converse uh Canvas shoe. Uh we're gonna drop this Cyber Monday. Um and yeah, man, this brand actually got birthed through uh the pandemic. Mm. Like I, I felt when the pandemic was happening, man, I really felt like I was uh hopeless. You know what I mean? I was in a position where they telling us just stay at the crib. And, yeah, you know
1: nothing about that is good for man,
2: you know what I mean? I'm at the but I'm like, yo, we gotta be proactive with our health. like it gotta be some type of way that we gotta maintain it, like we gotta be Thanks. able to take it take it take it take uh, control of everything. So I birthed this whole we must a healthy brand. Um, we started with merchandise, but I'm going to dive into a lot of community programs, like the barbershop initiative that I spoke on is going to fall under this, um, you know, 5K. I did a 5K before, those before. I remember that. That's going to fall under this under this umbrella. So I want to do activation specifically around fashion music, art, entertainment, just things that people already give a fuck about, but we're going to add a healthy spin to it, right? So think about it. We did like a a, heath- a healthy benefit concert and you got Thug performing, Gunna performing, and they promoting shit that matter you know what i'm saying like hey man we need y'all to you know make sure y'all go get y'all checkups or yeah, yeah. whatever whatever or think about you know one of my bigger goals is create a, a healthy album you know what i'm saying a children's album i don't want to do any work on it i want to kind of dj call that motherfucker produce you know executive saying? produce yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah 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 so just being able to like get with a team and being able to assemble uh projects talking about you know, you know, just healthy topics, bro, diet, some some of the people talking about and health mental is some, health.
1: health is some boring shit. It's so boring with, bro with you putting it in tandem with entertainment, you know, yeah. music, sports, you know, that that's that's some I, genius level shit.
2: Yeah, bro. So thinking about like a track with these type of people that everybody already care about, like a Dirk and a G herbal talking about mental health in Chicago. But they they it's on it's on wax though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'll be
1: there with my broccoli.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like trying to like leverage that type. Type of situation because we also know subconsciously how that influences our our kids and the youth. So right. if they got some of their idols speaking on positive things, maybe we can kind of turn this thing around. Because again, man, we seeing the Dolphs and, and the Nipseys mm-hmm. and all these individuals dying in their communities, communities that they've poured millions in, communities where they've helped the youth, commun- communities that they've advocated in. It's like yo, it's something going on on a systemic level. That is damn near a disease that's causing these same people that you helped to now kill you. We got to figure out what we're doing when it comes to the messaging moving forward to ensure that, you know, uh, we're affecting the youth a better way.
0: That's huge, man. That's huge. And, and, and let me look, tell the people where they can find you if they need to reach out. Yeah, to
2: yeah. Them. So Instagram is uh, Dr. Dental, D-R Dental 1-6. Um, and then my brand, We Must Stay Healthy. One word. It's also on Instagram as well. We got websites. We must stay dot com. Uh, drdevante.com has all my information, uh, when it comes to the business podcast, any other interviews I've did as well.
0: Look, love it, man.
1: Yeah, love it. We look. definitely copping some merch after this, too. Yeah, For sure. We got the hoodies and shit, too, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, listen. We going <laughs> no, yeah. 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 to get, get, get some black joints. We going to get some black joints, too.
0: For sure, man. For sure, man. But look, again, man, I, I'm i like blessed to have you on the platform, man. Blessed to have you. I think this was one of my favorite shows. Love, bro. For sure. And love. Um, Thank y'all, man. We Thank look, you. This is the beginning of the relationship, man. We going to do some. We got to take this shit to the next level, man. Absolutely. We, we got to take it to the next level. But look, guys, again. Thank you guys as well for tuning in. Y'all know how to get in touch with my boy. Like, subscribe, share. All right? But thank you again for tuning in for another episode of Hardly
3: Initiated. We are out.